Hello and welcome to the 215 Workman's Podcast. My name is Brother Robert Reynolds. I'm from KJBRD Radio Ministries in Lincoln City, but thank us for looking at us. This is the podcast of myself and Brother Landon Dunn, and we appreciate y'all being with us today and to hear this message that we have for you, and we pray that it's a blessing to you and a help to you. We pray that it helps you learn to rightly divide the word of truth. Amen. All right, so uh, what I'm going to do today is I'm going to continue on with the series. Um, the church which is his body right the church which is his body and so uh, we are going to answer the second of the seven questions amen and so uh, this question is let me zoom in here this question question is how does one become a member of this church amen all right so uh, please go with me to Ephesians chapter 2 Ephesians chapter 2 verses 8 and 9 Ephesians chapter 2 verses 8 and 9 starting in verse 8 the King James Bible says this, For by grace are ye saved through faith, and that not of yourselves it is the gift of God, in verse 9, not of works, lest any man should boast. Amen? So, Water baptism is ruled out unless you are a Campbellite. Communion is ruled out unless you are a Catholic. Since entrance into this church is an operation done by the Holy Spirit. You see that in 1 Corinthians 12, verse 13. And it's not a work of the flesh. Then one becomes a member by a salvation, which is by grace through faith. Not of works, lest any man should boast. Ephesians 2, verses 8 and 9. An individual must be created in Christ Jesus. Ephesians 2, 10. Alright, so let's look at that. Alright, Ephesians 2, verse 10. See, verses 8 and 9. Tell us how we are saved by grace through faith, and that not of ourselves is a gift of God. And then verse 10 tells us why we are saved. For we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus unto good works which God hath before ordained that we should walk 
in them. So, good works, they come after salvation, not before salvation. Amen? So an individual must be created in Christ Jesus after his image. All right, look at Colossians 3. Colossians chapter 3 and verse 10. And have put on the new man, which is renewed in knowledge, after the image of him that created him. Amen? So, Salvation is a work of the Holy Spirit. Alright? Now, an individual must be created in Christ Jesus. Alright. After his image. Alright, so we're going to put here Ephesians 2.10 and then Colossians 310 this has nothing this salvation has nothing to do with us at all alright so so there um, there's that up there on the board alright now How? How does this happen? What spurs the action and performance of God's Spirit in the matter of regeneration? Acts 16 verses 30 and 31 Reveal the part of the would-be body member. The Philippian jailer asked, What must I do to be saved? And they said, Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, 
and thou shalt be saved and thy house. Amen. So, in the life of the jailer and his family, there was repentance toward God and faith toward our Lord Jesus Christ. Acts 20, 21. Let's look at that. And I will, I will put that up here. Acts 20 and verse 21. Highlight that. All right. Acts 20, verse 21. Get there. Acts 20 21 says, testifying both to the Jews and also to the Greeks, repentance toward God and faith toward our Lord Jesus Christ. All right. Let me. Philippian jailer had. Repentance toward God and faith toward our Lord Jesus Christ. Acts 20, 21. And I do apologize for my uh, my handwriting there. Uh, it's not uh, not the best in the world. So uh, please be uh, patient with me there. All right. So so repentance was manifest prior to the earthquake the jailer was on the wrong road going away from God and his belief turned him to God Repentance 
for salvation is not turning from sin. Amen. Look at Jonah 3, 9 and 10. Jonah 3, 9 and 10. put that up there for you. Alright. Jonah 3 verses 9 and 10. Who can tell if God will turn and repent and turn away from his fierce anger that we perish not? And in verse 10, And God saw their works, that they turned from their evil way, and God repented of the evil they had said that he would do unto them, and he did it not. So, what was the context of the jailer's faith? Many have said that they believe in Jesus. But yet, there is no, no spiritual light. They have experienced no regeneration. Of the Holy Ghost so they believing in Jesus will die in their sins be placed in a sinner's coffin be placed in a sinner's grave and go to a sinner's hell you know what they are believing is the historical account of Christ they believe that that Christ was real you know um, there's there's a denomination here that believes that Jesus Christ was just a prophet So they're, they're believing the historical account of Christ. But they, they don't believe that Jesus Christ died, was buried, and rose again the third day for them personally. So... What is this gospel, the good news of Jesus Christ that one must believe? Once they believe, they receive eternal life. What is that? 
1 Corinthians 15. First Corinthians 15 verses 1 to 4. Moreover, brethren, I declare unto you the gospel which I preached unto you, which also ye have received, and wherein ye stand. But which also ye are saved, if ye keep in memory what I preached unto you, unless ye have believed in vain. Now pay attention to verses 3 and 4. For I delivered unto you first of all that which I also received, how that Christ died for our sins. Now is that according to me? Is that according to you? Is that according to any pastor, preacher, evangelist? No. If we keep reading that verse, it says according to to the scriptures. And then verse 4. And that he was buried and that he rose again the third day. According to the scriptures. So the gospel that one must believe. And there's many gospels in the Bible. There's not just one. But the gospel that we must believe is the gospel of your salvation. The gospel of the grace of God. The death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. Not only believe that, but believe that he did all of that for you personally. Because you are a sinner on your way to hell without Christ. You see, you have Christ's death for our sins. This is what we call the substitutionary death of Christ. You see, He died in our place. We should be on that cross getting the judgment of sin or God's judgment of sin but instead Jesus Christ took our place on that cross and he took God's judgment for our sin and not only our sin but he became Sin. He became sin for us who knew no sin. 2 Corinthians 5.21 2 Corinthians 5.21 For he had made him to be sin for us who knew no sin that we might be made the righteousness of God in him. 
see that there? For salvation, which puts us into the body of Christ, we need the righteousness of God through Jesus Christ. Nothing else in this dispensation, nothing else in this church age saves but the gospel of the grace of God. Now, Romans 5, verse 8. Now, a lot of a lot of folks say that God loves everyone. You know, and we should be teaching love, 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 love. But look look at Romans five, verse eight. Romans five verse eight says, But God commendeth his love toward us. And that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. So, God's love is found at the cross of Calvary. We who are saved, we should be pointing the lost to the cross. Amen? But you say, well, what about John 3, 16? Now, for God so loved the world. Loved is past tense. After the cross. If a person hasn't put their faith and trust in Christ and his death, burial, and resurrection, they do not belong to God. They're none of his. They are his enemies. Amen. So once a person gets saved by believing and trusting Christ in his death, burial, and resurrection, they are reconciled back to God. Now they have peace with God. So, my friends, we have the ministry of reconciliation. Amen. 2 Corinthians chapter 5. Second Corinthians chapter 5.
verse. Verses 18 and 19. And all things are of God who hath reconciled us to himself by Jesus Christ. See that? And hath given to us the ministry of reconciliation. Verse 19, to wit that God was in Christ reconciling the world unto himself, not imputing their trespasses unto them, and hath committed unto us the, the word of reconciliation. So now, once a person is saved, look at verse 20. Now then, we are ambassadors for Christ. As though God did beseech you by us, we pray you in Christ's stead, be ye reconciled to God. Amen. So after the cross, an unsaved person is not a child of God. They're none of His. Amen? So, Christ was buried. We only bury people that have actually died. You know, and there's there's some theories about Jesus Christ. You know that that uh, he was just unconscious. You know, in the tomb. You know, and uh, and woke up. You know, uh, I think that's called the swoon theory or something like that. You know, and there's a theory that that uh, the women went to the wrong tomb. But don't you think? That if they went to the wrong tomb, that, that eventually they would figure that out. But Christ, his spirit, was in the hands of God. His soul took our sins to hell. And dumped them there. He did not burn in hell. He did not suffer in hell. All of Christ's suffering was done on the cross. As a man suffers in hell. And you, you'll see that he, that he went to hell in Psalm 16.10 and Acts 2 verse 27. Right? And then uh, he went to paradise, which is a compartment of hell. And opened the gates of hell with the keys of David. And then led captivity captive. Ephesians 4 verse 8. Right? And then 
He rose again the third day from the dead. Now this was proven by over 500 eyewitnesses. And his resurrection was bodily and literal. So, how we are placed, or how a person is placed into the body of Christ, the church, by believing and trusting Christ and his death, burial, and resurrection. All right, now I will I will show you. Let's go to Ephesians 1. Ephesians 1, verses 12 and 13. And this here is the transaction for salvation. All right. All right. Ephesians 1, verses 12 and 13. That we should be to the praise of his glory who first trusted in Christ, in whom ye also trusted after that ye heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, and whom also after that ye believed you are sealed with that Holy Spirit of promise. Alright, so you hear the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation. You believe it. You trust it. And you're sealed into the day of redemption. Amen. That's it. You know, and then at the moment of salvation, the Holy Spirit comes inside of that person and baptizes them into the body of Christ. 1 Corinthians chapter 12. First Corinthians chapter 12 verses 12 and 13 all right for as the body is one and hath many members and all the members of that one body being many are one body so also is Christ. Verse 13, 
For by one spirit are we all baptized into one body. Whether it be Jews or Gentiles, whether it be bond or free, and have been all made. Uh, let me do that over. For by one spirit we all baptized into one body, whether it be Jews or Gentiles, whether it be bond or free, and have been all made to drink into one spirit. So the Holy Spirit baptizes the person into Christ. He performs a surgery, a spiritual surgery, the circumcision made without hands. And he cuts away the soul from the flesh. So that the soul doesn't suffer the same consequences as the flesh. Right? And then a person is made free from sin. Now, a saved person commits a sin. It is not them doing it. It is their flesh. Amen? So salvation is by grace through faith. It's not about us. It's not about what we do. It's about what Jesus Christ did. Amen? Religion says do, 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 do this, do that, do this, do that. Christianity says done. Christ did it all. Amen. So remember this. In the local church. There are lost people. It all depends. All depends on what they're trusting in for their salvation. The trusting in the prayer that they did, trusting in repeating a prayer, trusting in water baptism. Trusting in being a local church member? Are they trusting in Christ? You know, when when my grandpa passed away in 2004, my mom said to me, I know that your grandpa was saved. I said, well, how do you know that? And she said, because I saw him get down on his knees and repeat a prayer with a Baptist pastor. So, where was her faith? What was her faith in? What was the object of her faith? It wasn't Christ. It was the prayer. So, we have to trust Christ and his death, burial, and resurrection. So, in the local church, there are unsaved people. In the church, the body of Christ, there are no unsaved people. Amen? Alright, I'll go ahead and, uh, and I'll stop right there.
next week, uh, on the next podcast, uh, we'll answer the question, uh, what is the church, which is his body, called out from? Amen? All right. Thank you so very much for being with us today. Thank you for your prayers for us, our families, our ministries. Until next time, God bless you.